and welcome to a new episode of Sakura Rangers Podcast. I'm Amy, I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm Tyler, I'm the Black Ranger. I'm John, I'm the Silver Ranger. And we have... Oh, I will introduce you, sir. <laughs> and we have a I'm very... Jumping the gun. <laughs> we have a very Already special guest. Great start. Yeah, we're, we are at the highest level of professionalism. <laughs> Just add some echo sound effects and no one will notice. We have a <laughs> very special no. guest today uh, on YouTube as Nathan Tilp, in real life as Nathan Tilp, otherwise known <gasps> as Forward Flight Productions, uh, and mm. one of my oldest cosplay friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to brag on Nathan as a human being first, and then we're going to talk about... Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to talk about um, AMVs a little bit, because he is really good at making the pictures happen to the music and putting it on YouTube and putting it in contests and, and all sorts of cinematography goodness. But uh, Nathan, or Prince Nathan, as he has been called in some circles, or that <laughs> asshole Adam cosplayer, who was actually Woo! not like Adam at all, uh, <laughs> Adam? Yeah, from Ruby. No, I, I am, the, I am oh, the, the Adam that misses the girlfriend and just like cries and is like, why did you leave me? <laughs> oh no. Forever alone, Adam. Or every Lancer ever. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Nathan, I met at KomoriCon um, in Cosplay Chess, and he actually cemented himself as just a very positive member of the cosplay community when I did. My first ever skit contest was Sparkly Licious Cosplay, and she pulled a muscle, and he picks her up and carries her off stage. Uh, other good Nathan deeds include um, coming down to let me take dental x-rays on him for a certification, <laughs> and uh, letting people have his jacket even though he constantly runs cold. So that is what more, more cosplayers should be like you. Let it be known that I made you fail that dental exam because my mouth was too large. <laughs> I can't correct you because HIPAA. <laughs> no, Nathan's roots go down to basically his toes. So, it, Yes. That's what people really want to hear on this podcast is about our guest's dental anatomy. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. But uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about your YouTube. Currently, it has 31 videos and hella subscribers. Um, well, over 500 subscribers. And tell us a little bit about what you do with your YouTube. Uh, so back in the day when I was a young lad, uh, I did the whole YouTube gaming thing. That started the whole uh, video editing and filming process. Um, then that evolved out of... Um, being sad and just that uh and i actually started going hey how do i do this like actually well uh started doing editing programs uh filming photography stuff like that and then naturally being a part of the anime community loved amvs uh so i started using the skills of mixing um uh footage and audio together to try and start making some early amvs and I think some of my earliest stuff is still on there if you want to go cringe a little bit at it. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, definitely over the years, I feel I've hopefully improved. Um, 
and yeah, uh, definitely applying editing techniques and stuff like that. So for people who don't know, what is an AMV? Uh, AMVs are anime music videos, uh, very similar to your favorite band's music video, only instead of the gross humans dancing around, <laughs> uh, we have uh, wonderful animation uh, playing on screen instead. So you too can watch Saber lip sync My Boyfriend's Back and You're Gonna Be in Trouble. <laughs> That's not one of them. But it I could mean, be. <laughs> uh, actual spoiler alert, if you go to SakuraCon AMV contest this year, you'll see a Saber singing about uh, how she's going to go on a party for three with a psychotic ninja killer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're currently in the thick. Some people are crunching their cosplays for SakuraCon. You're crunching your AMVs. Yes, that is correct, because I'm a lazy cosplayer, and I go, eh, I'll just wear stuff from last year. Uh, and I sit down, and I spend uh, hours in front of a computer instead of in front of a sewing machine, uh, staring at uh, essentially frames of uh, video again and again and again as I try and sync it up just perfectly to the right beat. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, a frame is a 30th of a second. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's if you're working 30 frames per second. If you're working 60 frames per second, oh. Oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, can you tell us anything about these uh, AMVs you're working on currently? Or is it hush-hush uh, yes. until they're released? Okay. So, um, so the, the, I, the three uh, categories, uh, there's, there's, for each AMV contest, uh, they split them up into categories. So the three categories I chose for Sakura. Uh, were comedy, rhythm, and then um, drama. Uh, sorry, action and drama. Uh, rhythm was one I threw away. Um, so comedy is all done. Uh, that's going to be Fate Zero um, with the uh, Ninja Sex Party song, yes. uh, A Date for Three. <laughs> that's such a great mm. song. Uh, so yes, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> uh, so that one will be out. Uh, also, I think before SakuraCon, like as soon as I submit them all for the deadline is when I can put them online as well. Uh, there's some rules around um, submitting AMVs that they have to be uh, just released and made within a certain deadline of submitting to the contest. Um, so those will all be up on the YouTube page soon. Uh, next one, the action is uh, Demon Slayer. Ooh. Being done to uh, what is the name of their band? Um, I'm gonna horribly butcher the pronunciation of their name here. Uh, Limb biscuit. Yes. Kesha. <laughs> uh, the dollar sign is silent. Oh, <laughs> now I get it. I was always saying ke dollars. Ka ching ha. Ka ching. <laughs> I mean, she does make that money, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, Arameth, uh, Electra Heart, is going to be the song for the Demon Slayer AMV. Uh, and then a friend just announced to me that apparently uh, my emo my emo roots, uh, Branky Benjamin, just released a new album Ooh. with a whole bunch of like recovers of all their old songs. And I'm like, mm. oh my god, yes. So I'm doing uh, their recover of Dear Agony to fate zero because why wouldn't we cry at that anime and that's for dramatic uh yes dra drama yes nice yeah you got to go hmm. back to your emo, emo roots for those drama ones right <laughs> oh well 
This just makes me think of like what I originally remember seeing what AMVs were, and it was just Linkin Park. Over oh yes. Say <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I am of the slightly younger, so it was Linkin Park over ex Naruto fight. So he just called you oh, old, wow. Tyler. He called you old. It was Dragon Ball Z, and then there was what was it? It was also Drowning Pool was also over that for the more edgier people. There you go. Yeah, you just like let the body hit the floor, and then you mm-hmm. just saw. <laughs> it was always Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. It was never anything else other than Dragon Ball Z. Uh, and then so Naruto. Yeah. 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 Oh, and also the fights. It was just it was just a fight scene. That's all it was. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. like multiple yeah. fight scenes together. Just like one looped <laughs> yeah yeah it was a lot of powering up but it was like cut so it was just them powering up and then it was just a lot of yeah i mean that's ah. how the show's cut <laughs> to be honest mm. my first introduction to amvs was not positive it was my first con and i was with somebody who it was their last con before going to germany for a year so they were really particular about how they wanted to spend the con and i really had no idea how to con so i kind of just followed them around and walking around in cosplay was the best for me. I was like, this is so great. This is like Disneyland, but two ways. Uh, <laughs> and then the momentum of the weekend came to an abrupt halt when she said, oh, we have to watch the AMV contest. I'm like, okay. So we sit in there for two hours and we're watching AMVs. So I'm like, okay, this is fine. And they're like, well, that's the recap of last year's AMVs. Let's watch this year's AMVs. Yeah. Uh, Come on. And then we watched another two hours of AMVs. And by the time I was done watching four hours of AMVs, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So for me now, I just like at closing ceremonies, they show the best ones. Someday I'll go to see an AMV contest again. But it is, it is hard when you're kind of casual like me and i i don't think they had quite i've been going to cons for a while i don't think they had quite honed in on how to make it a show do you feel like it's improved with the way they showcase these amvs or the way they narrow it down or has the quality of amvs just improved uh what i guess in a question form how has amv (laughs) how have amv contests progressed within your time of being involved uh, so really, yes, that is a, a yes. You you speak absolutely the truth <laughs> of AMVs. Um, you, they 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 they're trying to slim it up to making it more presentable by um, just having um, one of their judges create a professional like re-edit that introduces. This is the AMV contest, and it's so cool, and you're gonna love it. Uh, so, like, one of the most recent ones uh, was uh, when Into the Spider-Verse came out. Um, they cut that with the um, Hello Danger song, mixing in the winners from last year throughout um, and doing the introduction in that um, uh, video. St- I don't know if any of you are familiar with Into the Spider-Verse. They're, like, pixelated oh, yeah. style. It's super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, d- they did the credits uh, and all the titles similar to that. So it kind of pulled you into the whole theme of it. Um, the filming and like presentation of AMVs really kind of... It, it, you have that point where it's... Um, you have to be invested in every aspect of all of them because it does definitely drag. 
uh, for me at least, when you're on, uh, when I used to cosplay and, uh, like, make cosplays and try and do AMVs, I would always fall asleep midway through the contests because oh, no. it's a nice dark room <laughs> and I'm just going to pass out. Um, and they've done a good job of trying to narrow their selection because in the past, yeah, it was that two hours where they would just put every AMV they got into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've tried to cut that down a lot. And I do... I would like to believe that the quality of AMVs being made has improved as well because there's a lot more um, knowledge of how to use um, rhythmic editing, um, narrative editing, uh, asynchronous editing. Uh, So each of these is different kind of styles of cutting the, the animation up to allow for... Um, a different message to be portrayed in the song using the footage. So, for example, um, in the Demon Slayer AMV I'm doing, uh, it's very much a fast song with a very hard beat, and I'm doing what's known as rhythmic editing with that. So almost every time you're going to hear there's a cut, you're going to be hearing a beat at the same time of it. Um, And it's going to kind of just sync the whole piece together um, while the action on screen may not be synonymous with what was just playing, it's linked together by the fact that the music is still following the set beat and the cuts of the animation are following the same rhythm. Um, so that's definitely been a style I've been seeing um, kind of pop up a little bit more. It's not as common because it's a lot more work to try and follow each of those cuts. Um, the style that I haven't seen and I definitely enjoy more is narrative editing, which uh, goes to much more of the song itself and then we'll cut animation around the song. Um, so I'm going to totally go and brag and drop my own name You do here. it. We invited um, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the name of it? It is uh, uh, Heroes of Our Time. Uh, it's about a year old, and it's my like most well-performing video I've uh, AMV I've made so far. Um, How many views does it have? It's got. Let's see here. The number is four hundred sixteen k. Wow, so, that's pretty good. Um, and the whole point of that is the song itself splits up into how, how most songs go. You've got um, your what's it called chorus, um, and then. Uh, a bridge section chorus bridge section chorus and how the uh the narrative section of this video splits it up is over the um bri- uh the bridges there's your kind of linking story connection there's your overall plot of the video mm-hmm. and then in each of the choruses there is a um uh, a narrative that ties into that overarching using different similarities and it, um, I don't know if, how many of, of you are involved with the anime Ruby at all, um, but it uses um, uh, sections of each of the three main like timelines from that show in each of those choruses. And that's what kind of links all of it together. Uh, and that's the style I prefer, which is narrative. So hmm. for a narrative anime to work, for narrative anime, narrative AMV 
you pretty much have to be very familiar with the source material and it's just playing out the plot of the show through a song that is just really well suited is that correct for the most part you can kind of make it any story you want as long as you have the ability to um find scenes that could match that um so uh it you are kind of limited by what is provided in the animation uh so if i wanted to make uh i'm trying to think of um, people do that with like ships that don't exist in the anime they take yes. any moment where they look at each other and they emotionally charge it with the lyrics of the song yeah. yes can't you also do that just by mixing two animes together really oh, yeah. uh, yes so actually uh on that note uh there's an amazing uh amv that kind of matches that it's called um ship happens <laughs> um and it's it's a very well done av uh it uh a group of like just college students came up with a song that they wanted to write and it's uh the song is just ship happens uh it's set to um i'm sure you might have heard it it's um uh i can link it if you'd like um link in the description exactly (laughs) link in the description uh and then let's drop it here if you like um so um this uh this amv does an amazing job of just grabbing all these different animes and making them seem like they're in the same world together um we get uh i'm trying to think of where it is we have uh shots of like goku and sailor moon where they're spliced together well enough that it looks like they could be in the same anime uh you can tell like if you look at it closely you can tell that the drawing styles are different but how you've masked one of them out and placed them in the other it looks pretty similar um and then the the whole song just kind of revolves around that process of of um making uh making ships and this is very much kind of that narrative style there where they this is unique in the most they made the song for it mm-hmm. um but it he- tells a whole story throughout the video of this character just shipping everything and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until finally they're shipping literally everyone um so yeah uh it it, it definitely it gets harder to tell something that's not the story of the anime but it is possible yeah, I'd almost think there's a point where you almost don't want to s- know the story of an anime because I feel like that would like uh, almost taint you to follow along with it opposed to just seeing a bunch of images. But I guess scrubbing through tons of images, there's no way of not learning the story of an anime to find all the images you need and clips and such. Are you talking about... Yeah, no, cause, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like I So... Sorry, uh, what do you mean? Well, no, I mean, uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to make your own kind of story, you'd have to like really. Uh, this might just be a me thing because when I watch anime, it's hard for me to like not stick to some kind of the story elements and think of like a different, completely unrelated story to what I already just watched in the anime. If you wanted to try and make things get together, I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling. Does that make sense? <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, no, like I mean, uh, you're completely on point. There is I haven't seen Demon Slayer yet, uh, although effectively at this point I have, as I've seen every I've I've yeah, seen quote yeah. unquote every episode, um, 
and I've pulled all the footage for it. I've spent God knows how many hours with it now, but I still don't know what they're saying to each other um, or what the like bare bones relationship plot is. I can tell the, I can tell you the plot just by looking at it is uh, boy and girl uh, go kick ass with in awesome sword fights and stuff like that. So beyond yeah. that, like episodes episode past episode 20 i'm really confused by because i'm like okay wait suddenly everything stops they're just kind of hanging out okay whatever (laughs) so yeah Yeah. is did you pick an anime you haven't watched because you liked the art style because you wanted to try something different uh having looked at your youtube channel before i know that you do a lot of fate and ruby so that's why i was surprised that it was something else or Uh, is it just the hot new thing a kind of hot new thing but it was it was also kind of a challenge i wanted to challenge myself uh, I wanted something that would provide um, something that I hadn't worked with before. And uh, I had thought about doing um, like Full Metal Alchemist or something like that. But I feel like that's already been done a lot. And I wanted to try something that's new. And I've heard a lot about Demon Slayer and then the art style is amazing. And I wanted to just take that and say, all right, what can I run with this? Um, I didn't want to try doing a narrative with it because, again, I don't know the narrative of the show. Which, but that might have been um, actually another fun challenge to do is just without knowing the plot, make a story that revolves around this song. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That would have been really so, interesting too to show it to people who do like Demon Slayer and be like, after they're done, like, oh, that's really good. And like, well, could you tell that I hadn't seen the anime? Got him. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they don't do acceptance speeches at cons or anything, but that would be funny if you wanted. You were like, <laughs> just walk up and just be like, "I have never seen this anime." Suckers. <laughs> what? Audible guest from the audience. Mic drop. <laughs> don't drop the mics; they're expensive <laughs> and very loud. Very expensive. What? Uh, what genre is easiest to work in? It looks like you got through comedy first. So was that? Is that your easiest one or? Uh, so comedy was easy because, um, uh, let's see here. Eh, it, so for me, this comp, this one was, was easy because I knew the song, um, so well as I really love the, the band Ninja Sex Party. Um, so it was easy to try and find, um, what I was looking for to create the, to match the, the, the song. Um, However, uh, typically, I think I find either um, action or drama to be my strong suits uh, just because of the nature of the music that I tend to listen to a lot uh, falls under that category. Um, however, it, it kind of depends on your, your, your um, I guess, your, your preferences. Um, I know comedy can be very hard in general because uh, finding comedic uh, instances Mm -hmm. is difficult, much less um, comedians themselves who make like jokes and whole stand-up skits is very hard to do on its own. Um, uh, One thing though that I've seen a lot of people do for the comedy is just find something that seems like it wouldn't fit and then match it together Mm -hmm. uh so we've got um 
uh, One Punch Man, which seems very actiony and stuff like that. Well, it is very actiony. Uh, and then they stuck it with uh, what did they stick it with? Um, it was with uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. <laughs> um, so not the like most actiony song ever, but it worked really well because of how they cut it together. Um, and that kind of finding that moment for a comedy works really well. And I think that's kind of the, the key of any comedians is just finding that timing to, to make it work. Um, you asked what one was easiest for me. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, the drama is probably going to be easiest with me because the, the song of the drama is just going to lend itself so naturally, in my opinion, to the anime that it's just going to be so easy to find clips to just throw in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my take on it. But again, other, uh, other uh, artists could find it completely different. Yeah, it's cool that you do multiple styles at all. I feel like a lot of people probably just do one style. I yeah I have seen definitely a trend of um I forget oh goodness I'm so not prepared for all this I had <laughs> there's a couple of artists I know who do like the same um style every single year and they do really well in it mm-hmm. um but you can just always see them and you're like oh nope I recognize that one here here's here's that style again so oh weird that's interesting you can recognize hmm. an individual competitor since it is. You know, with skits, you recognize people because they have their face. Or, like, you know what I mean? But just the style based on the way they edit. That's crazy to me. There's, yeah, there's there's definitely, like, um, each person has their own choices of, like, um, how and when they will choose to try and um, cut and mix, uh, mix the audio levels. Uh, or even if they'll mix in... Um, AMV from or music from the actual anime itself. Uh, typically, with most AMVs, you won't see any uh, music from the uh, anime come in at all. Um, but sometimes, uh, I, fr- I again, I don't remember the name of the artist, but they will mix. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them in action this year. Uh, they mix um, action and drama. Uh, they mix. Um, the audio from the anime in with the music as well and they'll kind of fade the two in and out Hmm. throughout the whole video uh and they'll do lines typically it's um for for example like with the drama they'll do a line when like a character is delivering like their big speech or something like that and they will uh put in their own it's because you can't do subtitled work uh in amv it's part of the contest rules um they don't want subtitles to show up on the on the video they will put in their own subtitles um and they will match it as best they can to the actual uh anime and it's it's kind of um they'll they'll do this reflection of what was just spoken in the in the song mirrored with what the character said on screen and then fade back uh for like a big dramatic moment or something like that and then continue on with the with the video so um it's uh, i personally um i don't try to use any audio from the uh, from the anime at all um uh i find it kind of hard and maybe a little distracting to try and use mm-hmm. but how they're able to work it in is really impressive 
Well, I've seen some people do it, not with dialogue, but with, like, swords clinking. They synchronize that with the beat, and they'll do that. Or, like, blades yes. being drawn, just action noises. Yes. But that sounds hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you're not editing video, you're editing audio as well. Yes. Yeah. Did we already ask how long it takes to kind of make one of these on average? Uh, let's we did not. see here. What yeah. am I at? Uh, do I have my time card on here? I've been almost too afraid to ask, honestly. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Well, uh, it's... When did we start again? Us this, Today? Us this podcast? Yes. Six. Six. All right. Uh, so that was whew, two hours. So you you were working on it today, I'd say. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. two hours today before this. Yeah. Uh, let's go with. Uh, I want to say I'm at about ten on the Demon Slayer uh, anime. And I still have, let's see here, uh, about um, 30 seconds uh, and a good good two minutes left to go on on the Demon Slayer anime. Um, And... uh, asynchronously about um two minutes done because uh, it's about a th- four minute song for so this maybe like 20 hours on average uh i think so yes um this one you're like i try bit- not to think about how many hours in my life i pour into this <laughs> <laughs> right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with this one is a little bit longer because i'm doing uh i went i had i uh because i didn't know the anime i didn't know where to look for action scenes Mm -hmm. um so i had to go through first uh but even still i do know that when i'm looking for when i do know the anime like with fate i'm like all right where was that action scene oh that doesn't look anything like i thought it did all right find a new one and it'll just go through a whole bunch of new stuff um so yeah um you just want to watch each... fate over again don't lie to us oh you found me out <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah uh probably i'd say about uh 20 will probably be a good benchmark for when this one's done so uh <laughs> dang this dedication yeah that's a lot but um I've... but um Go, go ahead, John. You had a question? I was just saying, throughout my entire life, I only made one AMV, and that was a very long time ago. You what was it was, about? It was Rosario plus Vampire, <gasps> nice. done to the uh, perspective of Maka. Nice. And it was done to the song Stalker, if you ever heard that <laughs> song. Oh, was it, was it Misurai, the purple-haired character? Yeah. Oh, you have the good ice, taste The ice girl. Yes, you have good taste. Good taste. And um, <laughs> I don't fantastic. know if I still have it anywhere, but I, I submitted it to uh, KomoriCon 2000 and uh, last one I went to. I forget which year. It was like 2015 or something like that. But it was um, it didn't make the final, but I was very proud of it. 
Nice. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a great premise, so it, totally. It fitted perfectly, though, because it's like the song is essentially the premise of the you of him being in love with his stalker. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it fits her perfectly. I would love to see that, but mostly because I love anything Rosario Vampire. <laughs> it's a fun little series. I love Monster Girls. I've I've, never the manga was better, though. Well, so for like with John's project, the song kind of inspired the AMV. How do you choose your songs, Nathan? I mean, I, I'm a music lover, so I don't know how I would narrow it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, totally. That's... Um... I again uh, with with very much with John's uh, where the the song inspired the video. Uh, that's one hundred percent where it is. Where it's like, all right, I'm looking for a new song. What's out there? And then just kind of whatever I come across first is going to be what's picked up. Um, so, uh, f- uh, let's see here. Do I have? the list because i have a list of like backlog that i need to work through of just different songs that will apply to um do you just save them or do you like are you listening to them on the radio and you're like oh that'd be a great song as amv yes or so 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 yeah so it's a mix of both where um yeah uh i i have a bad habit of just listening to songs i like but i will totally just when i'm listening to new stuff on the radio I'll try and find something to go. I need to find whatever that song was and then write it down so I can come back and use that to something. Um, And typically, at least in my mind, how it works is as you listen to the song, you kind of get an idea what it would work for, who it would work with, and then just mash it together. Um, So... Uh, as I started out with, um, what did I do? I started out with the, the, the party of three mm-hmm. for the humor category. And I think originally I tried to match that to, no, actually it was the other way around. I wanted to do it as fate and I tried to match it to the song cool patrol and that just wasn't working out. And then I came across, I, I just kept listening to their album one day, and then I came across Party of Three again, and I went, oh, this would work so much better. So then I, in that case, I just swapped out the songs, because uh, I had the concept I was looking for, which is a funny interaction between the three main kind of, I say main fate characters, but the, <laughs> the, main, the main one that the, the, the story focuses on, which is Saber, Kiri, and Iris, uh, Irisville. Uh, and then just kind of putting them all in a comedic situation with these songs. Um, and from there, it just kind of kept going. I think uh, there's another um, artist I talk to every now and then. Um, they they do the similar thing where they will just listen to radio on repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not on repeat, uh, but just different channels over and over and over and over, uh, trying to find new songs. And the moment they find a song, they'll just throw it in and make something work around it they'll basically build the story around the, the they'll build the the video around the song um where the song inspires what they're going to make you're like what song can i listen to for 20 hours straight uh <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's how i feel when i'm choreographing i'm like i used to like this song <laughs> there there definitely becomes a point where you're like 
oh, I used to hear this song and be like, oh, there's that thing. And then all of a sudden now the song comes on the radio and I can only see whatever I've been editing for the past 20 hours. And I'm like, I mean, I hope I like this. (laughs) Well, with AMVs, you classically will use the entire song, too. Like with dance, I do a lot of music editing where we'll do like a verse, a chorus, a breakdown, a chorus or something like that. You know, we'll keep it under two minutes. And they do that for lip sync battles as well, because it is hard to reinvent the chorus so many times. Mm, Well, I don't know if it is for AMVs, but I know it is for dance and lip sync. Right, right. Uh, so, So typically how I treat the chorus with AMVs is it's a chance to do a similar situation with your um yeah yeah it's basically it is reinventing um your scene but it's doing it again um using a different set of clips this time so for example that uh we'll go back to that one uh the whatever the one that i i used the most was which was yes heroes over time thank you I can't even remember my own stuff. Uh, it it this chorus is the exact follows the exact same kind of like beats, um, but it uses different characters each time, um, and so that allows it to have some variety. Um, it's not like an official rule, but it's rare that you will see uh, an editor use the same clip. Um, in an AMV a second time uh, within the same video unless they're actually trying to like make a statement with it or something so there was one it was it wasn't quite the same going um, I say going forward is going backwards it, they, 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 they kind of mirrored the second half so you would see repeats of, of the exact same mm-hmm. like set of clips again later in the same video and it was meant to show the um how 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 much the song and the characters repeated um and uh, again it kind of based off of the anime too where it just kept looping back on itself i want to say it was a madoka um amv oh that would be super um, appropriate and, i saw and that just... happen i think it was lucky star it was like an older one where they is i don't tyler you're gonna probably know exactly what i'm talking about that anime that had the same episode air multiple times, but they redrew the events from different angles. I don't think it was Lucky Star. No, it wasn't Lucky Star. That is the melancholy of Haori Suzumiya. Mm. Oh my goodness. So when you watch the AMV, they did it to the Trollolo song. (laughs) 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 It was just all the same over and over. Oh Um, my goodness. So that, I mean was a really appropriate use. And then Madoka Magica, if you've seen the anime, that is the best, that is the emotional core of the anime, is yes. repetition. Yeah. And um, I will say and no that, more. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've been rewatching the last two movies, or all the movies. I've been, I've been, re- I've watched the series, I've been watching the movies, so. It's did they ever come out with the third one? Yes, they but did. I haven't seen it yet. Yes. I'm so behind. Oh it God. came out in 2013. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Not, okay. Or uh, I forgot that they split the anime into two movies. Third, fourth. Did they ever make a fourth one? No, they never made a fourth movie. Okay. You should they make made a, a side story. So there's that. 
Okay, because I just remember the third one ended, and it was like, oh, this is very much leading up to something else, but I just didn't remember anything else. No spoilers. Because <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably going to watch it immediately after this podcast. <laughs> so, Quick, funny. dance around things and say stuff that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, and I can't believe that character died. It's Madoka Magica. Can you believe Magica. that happened? <laughs> <laughs> No death would surprise me enough. Okay. <laughs> Sidetrack. So how do you... So, I don't know. When I think about where I would start if I was going to make an AMV, I would think about the painful process of collecting footage. Is there a way to streamline that? Is there a, a, a technique you would recommend to somebody starting? Or is it just a painful slog? Of uh, so, Collecting so our... footage. Where are we talking about collective? Are we collecting the entire anime to then use as your tool uh, to, to then? Or are we talking anime. about footage to use in this specific video you're using? Yeah, like picking apart the anime. Okay, that one. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, so honestly, that's the reason why I see so much Fate and Ruby uh, AMVs on my channel is because that's the shows I'm familiar with, and I already have an idea of where to look for, so I don't have to slog through the whole show again. Um, with this Demon Slayer one, that's definitely what I had to do, because I wasn't familiar with the show. I didn't know where to look for, and it was just I'm going to go through the whole anime. Um, so that was a day for me, is just scrubbing through every every episode that's, that's out. Um, typically you can kind of save some time by figuring out what, what you're going for, the, the, the style of the AMV that you're making. Um, so, uh, for a comedy one, you're going to want a lot of just talking bits. Um, uh, cause that's going to allow you to make lip syncs, lip flaps, um, <laughs> and also, put the characters in a situation where they feel like they're actually performing or talking the comedic actions. Um, if you're trying to do an action bit, you can skip right past that and just find the fight scene, clip it out, um, and then uh, use that. Um, if you're wanting to go more drama, that's where you're going to have um, kind of a harder time. And then the style that I don't even want to attempt yet is, um, it's called, what's it called? Uh, it is alternative, um, which uh, can really be kind of anything. And the highlight I see with a lot of that is just grabbing from all different kinds of anime, not just one. And that's the hardest one is to find stuff from um, Lucky Star that matches with Madoka Magica that matches with uh, Dragon Ball and just mm. putting that all together in a way that seems somewhat cohesive um, how you would go about starting all that oh I feel like the best choice to do would be to pick a chunk of the song that you um feel would be easy to work with so i'm gonna keep going back to the steam slayer amv if you were to look at my timeline right now you'll see the first 30 seconds are worked on the last minute is worked on and there's a little section in the middle that has 30 seconds that's worked on and then just blank spaces in between all that 
and that's because there's clear um like beat changes in the song that i'm able to latch onto and edit around and then i fill in in the middle of that um so that's your asynchronous editing which is you're not editing in any order you're not trying to follow a given narrative you're just putting it together in a way that works well Yeah, I saw one that was recently, it's pretty dirty, Uh, it was to Absolute Territory, and they focused on each anime kind of sequentially, like they were different levels, Uh, link in the description, if I can find it again, but it was like different levels of like, the first level was like Rin, and then it was another level was a different waifu girl, and it just focused on showcasing that girl. I thought that was kind of an interesting way to do that alternative style, because it was sectioned and you weren't trying to i don't know it had a natural progression i guess yeah that works great is that you you have your own little pocket of 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 story and then you move on from that and if they were going to try and bring that back in later that would then feel a little dis um disorganized Mm -hmm. but because you've got your pocket you move on your pocket you move on it still feels cohesive and tied together so Speaking of uncohesive, uncohesive segue, um, <laughs> you have some other videos on your channel. Uh, they're mostly Fate or Ruby, and some of them are kind of like conspiracy, almost theory, for your consideration. Yes. And then you have some really interesting uh, biographies for the Fate characters. Do you want to tell us about those? Sure, I'd love to. Um, so those are uh, a series I've kind of started and been my little love child for a little bit. Uh, it's uh, who is the real um, and basically it takes um, characters it started off as, a, as the characters from fate because they already are easy to pick out as oh this is King Arthur this is uh, Alexander the Great this is Gilgamesh and then just kind of explaining who they actually were in historical um, legend versus uh the anime's portrayal of them. That's so, cool. uh, for example, Kukulin, and then kind of explaining how they could get some of the ideas they have. So, um, we've got uh, Kukulin in here, which is Blue Lancer from Stay Night. And uh, if you follow the um, the expanded fate universe that goes off into thousands of directions and it's just a giant cash cow of Grand Order. Uh, he's also got a caster and a berserker version which uh, I try to explain as to how um, because Celtic uh, they have a history of Celtic warriors being berserkers and working themselves into berserk rages and stuff like that. And then kind of just explaining how they could have pulled some of these elements from actual history into the anime. Uh, I do eventually want to try and expand this and go into um, other characters from different animes and go, okay, well, where could this character's inspiration have come from? Because uh, I'm trying to... Off the top of my head, I can't remember where it is. I know there's been um, uh, anime that's been created where the the creator said that he was inspired by X historical figure or event 
and then used that somewhat in their anime. Yeah. So not only do you understand fate, understand the right order to watch it in, but you understand the historical references. That is like six steps ahead of where I am with my fate. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't live and breathe fate. What are you talking about? As I look around at my like fate figure in front of me and my fate wall scroll. <laughs> That's awesome. I just know that there are pretty girls and they have the saber faces and I like it. <laughs> yeah. I have a question about saber. Shoot. Just one question. I don't know if it's a simple question or not. Are they all the same saber? Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> that is the easiest answer I could give you, sir. Unless okay, you want thank to spend you. another 15 minutes here. Yes I mean, I no. got 15 minutes to spare. We did uh, uh, preamble this on a previous episode. We said... We need to get Nate on here so he can explain all of fate to us. Oh, and then God. I decided it would probably be better for us to talk to you about AMVs because we haven't actually talked about that. And that is a really important part of anime conventions and anime convention culture. And it's a cool way to celebrate anime. You know, cosplay yeah. is not mm-hmm. for everybody. And it's a nice way to be creative utilizing your passion, which, you know, for well, yeah. anime. It's, it's one of those, it's such an old thing, too. It's uh, It almost feels... I feel like people were doing that before they were doing things like skits and such. Like mm-hmm. AMVs were is just one of the first kinds of anime appreciation. Not just anime though, because I was watching Harry Potter AMVs back in middle school and high school. Fan fan appreciation. Yeah. Fan. It just seems like it, it, there's people that just figure out how to do it. They just get some audio and put it over clips that they found slap and slap it in Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't <laughs> really do it. Yeah. No. So. It was definitely an internet age uh, creation um, that that didn't really exist before that. Mm. Also, because just people were splicing film together for AMVs, not like widespread. That, that's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. is, is commonly uh, commonly accessible editing technology really kind of made that possible? Before then, it was very hard to do. Yeah. But it's something that people still found ways to do, and they did do it. So, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's 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 a very ingrained thing that I don't think I don't think people really think about a whole lot nowadays. Either you're into it completely, and you and those that are into it do it. Kind of what comes from Amy's uh, point of view when she did the uh, uh, well, watching the AMVs that. You have to kind of be into all of it or else you're going to be there for two hours just watching the last year's stuff. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's I, I guess, it's, it feels like the people that are really into it are into all of it. It's kind of like Slayer. Either you're, you don't like Slayer or you're carving Slayer into your arm. <laughs> That's my analogy for AMVs. Nathan's like, how do you know I carved AMV into my arm? <laughs> what psychic powers do you possess? And I have a full uh, Lancer back tattoo. <laughs> nice. Uh, with the lance going down the Seriously, though, that'd be cool. That would be cool, actually. <laughs> like, I make a joke, but honestly, if you had that big ass, anyway, fate tattoo, n- like, only respect. I suddenly now have an idea for my next tattoo. Only oh, respect. No. <laughs> Just a big old back tattoo. Fate. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it yeah. is a good way to show it. And honestly, like, I think I would be more prepared 
now because the first time I went to con, I was going with the mindset of this is a bucket list item. And here we are. <laughs> oh my! So, I'm I know I'm so glad I'm integrated into this community and culture and have made all the friendships and connections I have. It's changed my life uh, a million times over. But it's um, a wonderful place. It's a good place. Good people. So uh, now I think I've watched more anime. I would be more prepared for it. It was just hard when you were like, I'm in this costume I spent all this time in making, and now I'm sitting in a dark room. But I do like your strategy of using it as a nap opportunity. I may have to remember that. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. I totally don't do that. Uh, I'm trying to think of an acronym for AMV that could mean napping center. Please get back to me. <laughs> Automated nap. Manap. <laughs> Automated like manap in vicinity. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's great. Well, I'm excited and I would love to go see your AMVs at SoccerCon and cheer you on. It's interesting. It, yeah. I, I totally get it though. Like if I was here for the board games and I was put into the cosplay contest and having to watch it, I would be like, why am I here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just do Sakura Con for AMVs? Uh, so I missed the uh, the deadline for Komori this year, mm -hmm. or I guess it would be last year. Um, uh, so Sakura Con's the next big one, and mostly I just try and hit um, cons on um, in the, in that area, Komori, Sakura, that whole kind of Oregon, Washington area. Um, I haven't tried going outside of that yet, although I do know that that is a possibility. Yeah. Well, I mean, with cosplay, when you do contests, you see the same people backstage. Is it similar with AMVs, or is there not necessarily a community like that? Uh, it's, it's, it's a little different because not everyone makes it to uh, the convention. So, for example, uh, like, uh, there's one um i think the one person that i see in person regularly at the contests is over in um what's the state west of me i think idaho uh is west of me are you in montana nope montana <laughs> there we go <laughs> West uh, of you. Everything. Well, wait. No. What? Wait. <laughs> no, the ocean is west of you. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the west everything's coast. Everything's east. Friend. When you're on the west coast, everything's east. It's yep. right. <laughs> it's so I got one question for you. Nevada? Nevada. Utah? Idaho. It is Idaho. No, Utah. Yeah, Idaho. <laughs> Utaho. Yeah. They're, anyway, they're from, they're from Idaho, uh, and they come over, but they don't. Uh, but then there's. Um, the one that that mixes uh, sound and video, um, the the anime and the video, I think they're like southern states or something like that. Hmm. Like, okay, yeah, because we, we know a couple of people that are from uh, from there, and what are are they in Idaho? No, they're are they in Idaho or Montana? I don't know, but yeah, they, people move around, but yeah. It can come from all over. So, can you 
Is there really a point for going to those then? Because this is the thing that we've always had to do is like when I guess a thing with us when we do uh, skit contests and costume contests and all that kind of jazz, we physically have to show up and be there and be there on time and be there ahead of time where I guess you just have to up import something and give it to them. And then that's kind of, you just kind of like can walk away from it, I guess. There, there is definitely, uh, so yeah, so basically that is what you can do. There is encouragement to try and attend the conventions that you um, apply to. Uh, yeah. Because there is definitely a, like, um, there, there is that, like, pre-meeting uh, pre- or pre-show, like, gathering that you have where it's the judges and then the, um, the attendees that did submit. Uh, they, they can they kind of have a little like talk session at the start of the um, before okay. the panel actually like opens to the public and stuff like that. There'll be a yeah. small little talk thing. They won't announce any like um, results or anything during that time, but they will definitely give like kind of a, a, a feedback back and forth conversation of like, here's so and so's. This is so and so's. Um, they're gonna be doing this, this, this. Look for them. This is the feedback we have on it. Um, is there anything you're looking for? So like one time I was asking, Hey, how do we do, um, how do I do lip syncing better? And, um, then, uh, I don't know anyone's names, unfortunately, uh, cause I'm terrible at names, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I relate the gentleman, <laughs> the gentleman to my right was, uh, uh, piped up and said, well, um, <laughs> the gentleman to my right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he, he told me to look out for his, his AMV cause he did, uh, lip flaps, um, and his kind of his technique was to just nail the three, uh, mouth shapes and then, oh, yeah. um, yeah. instead of trying to perfectly match a mouth movement, um, to like open, close, half open, half close, um, he would just, uh, cycle uh through a couple of them and that was enough to at at the speed at which it was happening to match a lip sync that was uh was needed uh whereas before there was just a closed mouth so okay so i just kind of like it tricks the eyes a little bit that words are happening and if you don't really know how to read lips it just it kind of does whatever and then your mind fills it in and so and it's particularly like, with song too, it's harder yeah. to match song versus spoken word, yeah. uh, well, and so then that too you sing on the vowels. You yeah, know what I mean, like in choir, you're gonna sustain a vowel. I'm not gonna be like, you know. So yeah, it kind of follows that. Nice. Yeah, it gives you. So then you get a little bit of workshopping and talking, talking shop. I I guess what it is with other people to maybe figure out their tricks and yeah, such. Definitely. Yeah. So and that's kind of the whole environment that I enjoy is that there's no like, um, and I'm sure I've seen this with the, the, the cosplay contest community group is it's also like, Oh, how'd you do this thing? That's so cool. Um, that's, that exists within the, the AMV as well as it's, Oh, I really liked what you did with that edit there or the, the mesh that you did with that scene. What did you use? Did you use any tricks with that? Um, versus just basic masking or something like that. So. And what program do you use? 
I currently use uh, the Adobe Suite, so Adobe Premiere. Um, uh, they hooked me early with their free um, uh, student option, and then um, I just kind of kept with them. Uh, they're, at this point though, almost every editing software you're going to get is going to basically match um, the same style. Uh, the the screen itself will be a little bit different. The boxes might be a little different, but uh, any software you get is going to have the same clip edit um, and uh, move tools. Uh, they're going to have your stretch tools. Uh, that's going to be pretty much universal, and those are your going to be basically your bread and butter for any kind of uh, AMVs you want to make. So. Mm, bread and butter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. What did I, uh, I I started off doing that whole YouTube thing with the gaming and that got me dabbling into video editing and I used Windows Media. What did I use? Microsoft Studio? Yeah, I don't know. That's one of the things. It's like either you, you it's something to dabble in and then you either just keep going in it and play around with it and then you find something or it just sort of fizzles off, I guess. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. You know I don't know. I'm just I'm just now just thinking into the past. You know what else is gonna fizzle off? This, this podcast. podcast. Oh just kidding. Fizzle off is kind of rude. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I thought I thought that was the cue to wrap up. <laughs> wrap up, fizzle off. It's the rude cue. Go host a panel. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, where can people find your wonderful AMVs? Oh my goodness! Uh, well, they can find them on uh, Nathan Tilp uh, YouTube. Uh, that's T I L P, uh, and they'll be there. And I'll be posting them pretty regularly. And then you can also go and watch the Soccer Rangers at Kimori uh, at Soccer Con because they're going to be hosting cosplay chess. And oh, you don't need to tell them where to find us. <laughs> well, that's that's too bad because I am. Okay. I believe we're not hoping hosting cosplay chess, so we'll be in more it. Li- more like we're instruments of destruction. <laughs> I guess you're doing stuff. Oh yeah, we'll be in it. Yeah, we'll be in yeah. it. Maybe I don't know. They'll be the main fly. event. <laughs> and we'll be at the cosplay contest, hopefully. So <laughs> maybe we don't even know about that we one. Don't know. <laughs> But anyway, speaking of instruments of destruction, classic Amy segue, my voice is an instrument of destruction for this podcast. <laughs> so uh, you can find our podcast anywhere free podcasts are. Uh, that'd be Apple Music, Stitcher, I think Podbean. We're on Instagram. Please follow us. Tyler makes these really funny composite images every week. Some of them are funny. Some of them will haunt your, dream, haunt your dreams and nightmares. It's kind of a gamble. Uh, but we'll put some pictures of Nathan's sexy Lancer, and you'll be like, dear mm. God, why didn't you do a video podcast for this beautiful man? Um, <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm posing like a French girl. Draw me like one of your French girls. I can see it in my mind's eye, and our viewers can see it and feel it in their hearts. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.